What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! Biz Nasty says the Leafs will win the cup. How about that? Can I just say that he's a Leaf fan? He came on the show and admitted he's a closet Leaf fan. So I think when you are making projections for the team that you are a fan of, you're a little clouded. Just because the lack of recent playoff success, everybody's kind of nervous to make a prediction and put yeah. that put that weight behind the Leafs. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh boy, is that ever. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to your favorite. Where's my bell? Where is your bell? Your favorite daytime <laughs> sports talk show and Canada's only daytime sports talk show. We had a few bumps. The boys, something was going on with the Millennium Falcon back here, right? Had a few hiccups. Yeah, but we got off the ground that. in time. Oh, another the best pit crew in the business, but it, I'm just delayed uh, tweeting here and away we go. I was settling in mentally into what I was going to say and now I forgot, but... I think we'll manage. We'll get through. Uh, It's going to be a great day. It's episode number 492 of Canada's daytime sports talk show coming to you from the bunker out here in Western Canada. I'm wearing new gear today, as you can see uh, from the Spruce Grove Saints, a golf shirt that they sent me, one of the ones that they sent me yesterday. As I said, if you want to know the weight of my heart, it's not through my stomach. (laughs) It's hockey teams send me golf shirts and I'll wear them. Yep. And I'm all over it. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Actually, I know what I was going to say. So these these two guests that we got on the program today, God willing, because the boys said there's a bit of an audio issue back there, but they'll, they'll get it figured out. Where do I start? Theo Fleury is going to be with us an hour two. He won't mind me saying he was in the Recovery Coach Academy with me last week. So we were texting back and forth through the whole thing. And we were talking about, and I want to bring it up today. Theo said, the world is so screwed up, it's never coming back. Weren't you and I talking about this? Yeah, yeah. we were over coffee afterwards. Oh, and I yeah. said, no, Theo, no, Theo, you can't think that way. Yeah, it's screwed up. But it, the pendulum swung just so far and it's going to start coming back. He's like, no, nope, it's done. It's gone. And he goes, and you can't say anything anymore. Or you get canceled. And for instance, the last time I was on your show, I ripped Trudeau and you've never asked me to come back. I said, no, 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 no. We'll get Clark on that. And then here he is today. I mean, we weren't canceling Theron Flurry because he hates Justin Trudeau. But that's what he thought. So we got to get Theo on today to talk a little Stanley Cup playoffs, talk uh, whatever the heck comes up with Theo. Should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And then a great story is J.T. O'Sullivan, and he's coming up in a few moments' time. He's played for, I got to look it up here. Like I said, I'm a little behind. I think it was 11 NFL teams J.T. O'Sullivan was a quarterback for, and then he came to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in 2012. And I told you fellows this story last week. 
that after the 2012 West semifinal, which the Saskatchewan Rough Riders lost in Calgary, you all remember the Drew Tate to Romney Bryant bomb to win the game. I remember sitting on the bus after the game, and you've done, you've been in those scenarios. Like you're just yeah. sitting on the bus, you're waiting to leave to go to the airport. And JT looked and he put his face in between the seats on the bus. He, he was sitting right in front of me. And he goes, Rod, I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. And he'd already played for those 11 NFL teams. He was winding down his career. And he goes, I just want to tell you, man, I appreciate how much you grind. People don't see it, but I see it. You're a grinder. He goes, that impresses me. That was JT O'Sullivan. That's cool. And then he called it. I never saw him again. (laughs) And that was almost 10 years ago. But we've kind of linked up a little bit here since. And now he's running a a quarterback school and he does YouTube videos. He's got like a half a million followers, uh, YouTube subscribers. Wow. So I just said to Clark, let's bring JT on and talk a little ball and his time in the CFL and whatever. So that's going to be great. That's going to be really cool. That's coming up in hour one. So we will give the shout outs to uh, people as we roll here. Don McNeil, I think you need to turn your TV off or shut your damn mouth. You seem to have a problem with Theron Fleury, and if you, I'm not going to, he just said the only person keeping Fleury out of the Hall of Fame is Fleury. Oh, because of what he says about Trudeau? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to start a holy war. He's got a Hall of Fame career. Are we going to go down the John Chick road? Are we going to go down the, the uh, who's the bloody sock? Kurt Schilling road? Is that what we, we're not going down that road. He had a Hall of Fame career. End of story. Let's go to the quick six show topics, please, before I get I started in a good mood. Don't come at my friends. I was going to say, when you're walking up the stairs and, you know, I was doing the story, it was just like, how did we get here? Don't come at my friends. That's all I'll say. Unless you're friends with just, never mind. Uh, lots of positivity in Edmonton. You saw that they met with the media yesterday, and I was encouraged with what was coming out of Connor McDavid's mouth and Neon Leon's mouth. Basically, that Rome wasn't built in a day. They're, make, they're going the right direction. They believe in Dave Tippett and Ken Holland, and I liked what I was hearing out of Edmonton yesterday. And the fans are going nuts. And I know we shouldn't have even talked about the orders on the show yesterday, Darren, because it was still too raw. Right? No. No, it really was. I mean, it was so fresh. Should have just left it yeah, for a couple of days. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, would be nice for Jumbo Joe to win a Stanley Cup. Clearly, you believe that. I've been a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oldest. Before Toronto. Oldest Leaf to score a point in the Stanley Cup playoffs came last night in their win over Montreal. Mark Mathot is correct. The former Senators defenseman who said last night that the Toronto-Montreal series is a snoozer. It's just a snoozer. Can somebody run somebody? Can somebody stick somebody in the face? Like, this does not seem like a playoff series to me. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. It's Unfortunately, it feels like regular season hockey. And I'm a Leaf fan who's invested in the games and tuned in. So it just doesn't have that appointment viewing. I've got to watch this glued to my TV kind of feel. It just seems like oh God, not even close. cruise control. We'll see what happens next round. It's Montreal, Toronto. I said I'm only watching because of the jerseys. The hockey has not been that great. Uh, point four, uh, Wayne's going to be great. 
on TNT. It was officially announced yesterday he's leaving the orders to go to TNT with their NHL coverage. And I have that further on in my quick six show topics, too, the topic of Wayne. And the other thing is us long-suffering Golden Knights fans are all got a text thing going today saying, we got to end it tonight. The, no need to go back to Vegas for Game 7. It's, we got to end it tonight. And win in many. So that is the game of the night as far as we're concerned. So that's our leftovers from the National Hockey League. <clears throat> I guess Theo's just that kind of guy. I was talking to a friend the other day how we just so- seem to sort of attract controversy. See the comments that are going nuts about Theo here? Oh, it's yeah. just, I did, what, what, what? I don't want to go down that road right now. Uh, point two of the quick six show topics. Wayne to TNT. It's awesome. I will watch Wayne Gretzky read a bank statement and I'll be happy. Right? But mm-hmm. I hope he's not the only guy. I saw the news release from Turner Sports yesterday that it's Wayne Gretzky, Kenny Albert, Eddie Olchek. But who else? Are they, are they stopping there? I mean, the, they, they, they know what they're doing, right? With, with uh, Shaq and Chuck. Clearly. They clearly know what they're doing. And Ernie Johnson, by the way. Let's not forget the guy that keeps them in line. But I'd still like to see a Nick Kiprios. I'd still like to see a Matthew Barnaby. Because Wayne's Wayne, but he's not going to have you rolling on the floor like those other two guys. No, he's going to provide thoughtful analysis. And, you know, maybe it'll be sponsored by his whiskey company or his wine brand or one of those things. No, Wayne is, Wayne is the fine wine, right? He's the, the suit coat with the, with the tie and the sweater underneath. He's, he's polished. He's going to bring that. He's going to bring experience from the game. He's not going to bring necessarily the most flamboyant entertainment, right. but he's going to give you great info. So they'll need an entertainer to balance that on the panel. And I'm sure they'll find one. I'm reading from the Prairie Mobile text line from Bill Lothian, manager of the Assiniboia Curling Club. He said, it's now official. Curl Sask announcing that Viterra signed on as the major sponsor of the Provincial Women's Scotties and that Assiniboia will host this coming season, January 5th of the 9th. So there you go. How about that? Viterra. It's an ag company. There. How about that? It's an ag company title sponsor of the Provincial Women's Curling Championship. I saw that. Lights are going on and off. We're having a day. <laughs> the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays won at New York last night, and Vladdy leads the majors in home runs. What's he got, 16 now? Crushing it. Yeah, and Dan Schulman. Wait, he does it again. They're exciting, man. They're not going to win every night. You see where people are getting, I'm so sick of people. And the Blue Jays lose six in a row, and they want to fire everybody, and it's just... Can you just sit and enjoy the ride? Because they're a fun bunch to watch. Mm-hmm. They really are. And too often, far too often, when things aren't going right, we, quick, we quickly say, they're not good enough. They're not good enough. We've got to trade this player. We've got to fire that guy. We, he sucks. Yeah. He sucks. And it's like, no. They just got to work harder. They got to practice more. They have to you know, hit the ball, right? They got to get out of a slump. Everybody goes through it. And the Jays were good enough to be a half game off the division lead. They're good enough to get back there and even get into the division lead. They just got to get back to playing like they did last night, and they'll be fine. But be patient. But look, we've said it so many times, and please heed this. In life, you're either going forwards or you're going backwards. You're never treading water, and the Blue Jays are going forwards. Maybe not as fast as you'd like. But enjoy the ride. That's all. 
And again, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. leads the majors in home runs. It's awesome. This is the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come on down to watch all the Stanley Cup playoffs. Of course, belief, says the Greek freak, the owner over there. Of course. Uh, Georgie Nitsos. Moving on for uh, more on NFL mini camps. I don't even really know what they're calling what's going on right now in the National Football League. They're not OTAs. They're not mandatory workouts. I don't really know what it is. They're not rookie camps either because the vets are participating. Organized team activities? No, it's not an OTA. Not Not yet. Okay. I don't think the NFL goes year-round, right? Uh, But we have the NFL report coming up a little later on, which was Darren's brainchild, and I love it. Uh, Dak Prescott feeling good, moving gingerly at Dallas Cowboys. Whatever camp it is that's going on in Dallas. And uh, now not only has Aaron Rodgers not showed up in Green Bay, but now a bunch of receivers haven't shown up either. Yeah. You saw that? In solidarity for the quarterback. I mean, uh, yeah. that's Aaron Rodgers, though, and that's the impact he has. And you know what? This is turning into a strike. It's turning into an employee strike, right? And what are you going to do? You know, are you going to cave? And is Aaron Rodgers? But, it, but like, again, it feels like the only demand for Aaron Rodgers right now is the general manager. If he's there, Aaron's not. And if he's not, then Aaron will stay. So who do you, where do you go, right? General manager of the Packers talking yesterday. Can't quite remember his name, LaVenture or something like that. And they asked if you believe that Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer this year. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> didn't know what to say. It's very evident. It's tough. It's very evident that Aaron Rodgers' days are done. Well, and how about, like, he, he built this offseason. He had a chance to, okay, we can move on from Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. And I know Devontae Adams is still one of the best in the league. But we can go to Jordan Love and we can start to look at the rebuild and really invest in that. Or we can bring back Aaron Jones. We can hang on to Aaron Rodgers. We can take one or two more shots at this. That's what they've got. One, two, three would be a stretch. The window. And he kind of put his cards on the table saying, look, it, we're going to take another run at this. And then Aaron's like, you think so, hey? Won't be with me. And it kind of threw all those plans out the window if, if Aaron doesn't play. So it's wild. Um, jumping in here regarding the NHL on TNT, our buddy Sean McCormick. We were just talking about him this morning. He is flying this ship in Toronto at the Game Plus Studios. He says, I think having an energetic female host for the NHL on TNT makes sense. Redmond, Tappan, Paquette are all good names that could bring some energy out of Wayne Gretzky. Yes, we're all very interested to see who they hire there on that NHL on TNT panel. Ryan McCarthy says he's watching in Saratoga, New York. He says Brian Gutekunst is the GM of the Packers. Yeah, not nearly as well-known as the quarterback that he currently is in a war with. Um, from Roger Yee, he is watching in Calgary. Morning, Rod. Would love to get your take on Ron McLean's comment last night as cancel culture seems to be calling for his head. I'm sorry, what did Ron McLean say last night? I took the night off and watched Netflix. The Habs Leafs weren't tickling my fancy, and I'm not down with the Nashville-Carolina series. What did Ron say? If he said, I don't know. No. Somebody I, let I us know. I missed this, too. Okay, moving I was on. watching the game. Point five. I told you, I'm sorry to say, in the intermissions, I go to Netflix. That's what the networks have done to me. No offense to my friends that are analysts on there, because I have some, but overall, I'm not watching anymore. So I didn't see what Ron McLean said. Point five. For whatever reason, well, not for whatever reason, 
The Oilers and certain people in Alberta have had to come to the defense of Ethan Bear because of racist comments made about him and his play the other night in the game four against the Winnipeg Jets. And I can't say much more than this. Uh, This happened last year with Ethan Bear, and I think I said the same thing last year. We're never going to end racism totally because a lot of people that are racist don't feel the need to change. It's never going to be eliminated, okay? So there are certain things that you can do to stand up in the face of it. Don't tolerate it. If somebody in your family says something, there's such a thing as well-intended racism. By the way, which you say something that might be taken as racist and you didn't, the person that said it didn't mean it, I would say I've been guilty of it a million times in my life. I'm not racist, but I'll say racially insensitive things. I'm really watching myself. Because I'm not a racist. We spent a long, long time last week on this in our Recovery Coach Academy because it was based in Hartford. It's not like racism is any worse in America than it is in Canada. Shoot, we're talking about Edmonton here and Ethan Bear. But to ask people to change is like barking up a dead horse's ass. It's a waste of your time. Ethan's the guy that needs to be dealt with, with this and how to handle it. I probably will spend some more time on this later on because we're running out of time here. I think J.T. O'Sullivan's coming up quickly. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm not condoning racism. What I'm saying is we need a change in how it's received because there are certain people that are never going to change the way that they give it. Is that fair? It's fair. I mean, we need to, we need to educate everybody and eliminate it. And there's no need for it. And it is completely unacceptable. And everybody who's coming at Ethan Bear, and if there's racist comments... They need to stop, and they need to be um, told to stop, and they need, they need to change. But, but they're not going to change in this moment, right? It's going to take time. So while they need to change, and we need to make sure that we do that, I, I understand what you're saying. Ethan also understands that it's not going away today. No. Hopefully soon. You've got to know how to handle it. Hey, lastly on this, they said, here's the deal. Kevin Bieksa was talking about somebody with the shirt off. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, Ron McLean said, if you have a photo of a man with his tarp off, you're obviously positive for something. And people are deeming it, they say, as a homophobic slur. Christ in a cab. How is that homophobic? He is talking about steroid use, and is no, he not? No, it was, I watched it. So now I've seen it. Okay, so now that I've seen it. we got to hurry here. And I never, like, trust me, there was no, I didn't see any hint of, homophobia or anything in this comment at all. I watched it. There was a photo behind Kevin Bieksa, and it was, I think it was Bieksa, Anthony Stewart, and maybe Wayne Simmons, and they had their shirts off. Tarps off, right? Yeah. Shirts off. Doing. So he made a comment. They wanted to show it off, and they had Anthony make a comment about it because he's got this shirt, of picture of them with no shirts on, and they're flexing from back in the young hockey days. I thought it was fine. There's no homophobia there. Well, that's... Okay, whatever. We'll address it later because we're out of time. We'd even get to our sixth point, which is all the conjecture about a CFL season. Profootballtalk.com's now weighed in on it. But anyways, I don't want to keep J.T. O'Sullivan waiting because he's a man about town. He's a busy guy. J.T. O'Sullivan will join us from the excited states right after this. You're watching the RP Show across all 10 provinces on Game Plus Television and 31 states. YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 
Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. RP Show continues just ahead of J.T. O'Sullivan. Got a text from the 250 on the Prairie Mobile text line. It's Rod in Kelowna, B.C. says the FX channel had the NHL games on that weren't on Sportsnet. I'm a new listener to your show. Like your variety of talk. That's from Rod in Kelowna, B.C. Thank you, Rod. And somebody texted from the 780, which is obviously uh, the Edmonton area, northern Alberta, and I accidentally deleted it. Can you write us back? I can there, find it. Watch. You can? Yeah, hit me up with the phone. All right. Let's get J.T. O'Sullivan on our screen. And by the way, for those that don't know, he's from Burbank, California. Former Saskatchewan referee. At least smiling already. How you doing, J.T.? What's up, Rod? Good to see you. I was going to go through your whole resume here, but we only have two hours. Where do I start? <laughs> Saints, <laughs> Saints, Packers, Bears, Vikings, Patriots, Panthers, Bears, Lions, 49ers, Bengals, Chargers, Raiders, and then the Rough Riders in 2012 where we crossed paths. And you're doing some pretty cool stuff now, too, but it's only been nine years, bro. What's up? How you doing? Yeah, just like that, huh? Uh, I'm doing well, man. Good to see you. It's uh, been a crazy nine years, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been fun to dip a little bit back into the football world and I'm having a blast with it and uh, just see where it goes. Well, let's talk about that, if you don't mind, because you'll remember Dan Plaster, who worked in the front office of the Rough Riders. We're very good friends to this day. And he's like, JT is crushing it with his quarterback school, quarterback academy, with your YouTube videos. And I know that you're watching what we're doing. I'm watching what you're doing. And it's just, it's exploded, JT, with what you're doing. So before we tell a few stories, can you talk about that? Because I think the football people are really going to love this if they don't know about it yet. Yeah, the, the, a channel on YouTube, and I'm just having a blast with it for a number of different reasons, but it's just a fun way for me to touch a bunch of what I impacted me football wise. And that's, you know, being a fan, uh, being a little bit of a coach nowadays down here in the States at the uh, high school level, being a player, former player, a little peek behind the curtain. And really I just do and talk about whatever I think is interesting. So I'm having a blast with it. It's a lot of flexibility, a lot of interaction engagement, and it's just a, it has kind of taken on a life of its own. I would never have thought that I would be a creator in that regard and, and just continuing to enjoy it more and more every day. Tell our, well, the thing is, there's a lot of people that have YouTube channels. We're one, but your views are just astounding. Would you mind just talking about how many people are, are watching this? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, I'd be lying to you if I told you that I watch. I, I pay that much attention to it on a daily basis, but it certainly uh, grows and it, and it grows pretty quickly. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate to fall into a couple buckets that I probably didn't know existed before I got into it. And that's really the, uh, you know, the, the draft world down here in the state uh, really picks up the playoffs whenever the season starts college football down here. And so it's, it's one of those things for me, it, it's fun because it merges all my worlds, right? Like I, I spend a little bit of time coaching. So I get to interact with some coaches. I've got the former player thing. I've got the, you know, I, I, like many of us, got into this because I love this game and I'm a fan at heart. And so it's fun to interact with people that really care and that are really thirsty for more information and the nuance and details of it. So that's how I kind of jumped into it. And then it's kind of evolved and morphed into a bunch of different things. And now I really enjoy doing the course thing as well to really kind of take people on a deeper dive, what it's really like to be in those meeting rooms and, and install offenses and all those types of things. But it's so much fun because the format is so flexible. You just do whatever you want and whatever resonates with your audience, you just do more of. 
Yeah, it's similar to what we're doing here, JT, in that when we started, people are like, it's nobody can tell you what to do because nobody's ever done it before. It's the best feeling, right? And from our viewers, Bobby Marier, my sober coach from Montreal watching, sober coach to the stars, says, Bonjour, Rod. JT is insightful knowledge. By the way, Hab's crapping the bed. We'll get to that, Bob, I know. Uh, what else? From Lauren Smith in Kamloops, BC, I subscribe to the quarterback school. O'Sullivan brings great insight to his film breakdowns. From John in Winnipeg, wow, JT, haven't heard this guy's name in a while. Fabulous. He's alive. He's alive. JT, you were only with us for one year, but dang, it was a fun year. A lot of happened in 2012. What do you remember? What do you remember about that year? Well, now, now, now you make me think. What do I forget? Uh, I remember having a, I remember having a good time. I really do. I, I went up there with an open mind and really enjoyed it, and, and certainly wish I could have played more. But it was fun to uh, interact. I loved the. I, I would never have known about the fans in Saskatchewan without that experience. It was, it was great, and it was fun to see Canada get a chance to, uh, you know see a bunch of different places, a bunch of different cool cities, interact with a bunch of new teammates, and then just have a lot of respect for the game. Well, I guess more than anything, I when I say a lot of things happened, it was the first year of a new regime with Corey Chamlin, as you know, and Brendan Tamman. They went on to win a Grey Cup the next year. Um, you threw just a Brett Favre-esque, Flutie-esque touchdown to Ishmael Bamba in the preseason. I will never forget about that. Dan Plaster and I were talking about that. Um, you were in camp for a month with Colt Brennan, who passed away last week, right? Colt was with you guys for about a month. What did you yeah. think when you heard that news? Oh, I mean, just so bummed on so many different levels. And really kind of, uh, you know, selfishly bringing it back to me, not not ironically, but I, it feels like there's been a number of guys that I've played with that have that are no longer with us. And Colt being the last one, you know, you, you feel for his family, feel for the people that he impacted specifically in Hawaii and with his game. And he really impacted a lot of young quarterbacks just with his flavor, how he played. And it was a, I enjoyed getting the chance to know him, play with him a little bit, compete against him. And, uh, you know, certainly we'll miss him in that regard. But it, it's one of those things where the transition to whatever is next is, uh, is not a joke. And there are a lot of resources available. But even with a lot of resources available for a lot of players, it's a, it's a tough transition. And so you just always want to make sure you're there for your former teammates and do whatever you can do to, uh, to be there and kind of be a, a teammate for life. Yeah, that's the tough part with Cole. You just, you just could tell he was just a troubled guy. And I was obviously, like you, all very upset when we heard he passed. I wasn't entirely surprised. To some of our viewers from Armando Moreno, he's watching in Mexico City. He's our Mexican football correspondent, by the way. He says, to Mr. O'Sullivan, what was your experience in NFL Europe like? And how did it compare to the CFL talent-wise? Because you were with the Frankfurt Galaxy in, I think, 07. Yeah, I did, uh, I did two stints in Europe. And uh, it, there, there are some comparables as far as the, I would say, across-the-board talent-wise. Certainly the games are different. The uh, truncated season, the truncated camp in Europe is a little bit different. But as far as for the American players that go to the Canada, you know, that first experience, everything is new. Uh, all the stadiums are new. All the coaches are new. All your teammates are new. There's a lot of newness for both of those, for both of my experiences. But I had a blast playing. Uh, in Europe, I got a chance to play more. So that's just, a, you know, makes that experience a little bit different and uh, a little bit more special when you get an opportunity to play just because there's only one quarterback that can get out there on the field. But uh, I enjoyed both of them. Really, 
it, it was one of those things that you would never think playing American football would lead to a, an opportunity for a global perspective, but it really did for me. And it's one of those fortunate outcomes that I probably wouldn't have wished upon myself at the start of the career. But looking back on it, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's funny. Little things that stick in your mind. And by the way, J.T. O'Sullivan's with us. I'm looking at his Twitter bio. Retired NFL quarterback, dad, husband, Ph.D. What's your Ph.D. in? Football? <laughs> I'm trying to forget that one. Uh, no, it's, uh, it was, it's, in, uh, it's in leadership studies, which is essentially through the School of Education down here in San Diego. Sweet. And... On the, his YouTube channel is The QB School, by the way. I think a lot of people are going to want to check this out, JT. But there's a couple things I remember about that year. One, you took your young family, and your kids aren't as young as they were then, but out to uh, Regina Beach one day, and you came back and said, it reminds me of San Diego. I'm like, what? <laughs> Do you remember that? It was that. Yeah, I remember that. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a little bit, uh, a little bit rocky, you know, yeah. for, my, for my kind of uh, soft California feet. But, hey, before I forget... If you guys have the film of that Bomba t- throw, you got I got to get it because I've looked for it a few times because I try to tell the story and I think it gets better and better every time. But it's uh, I, I got to get that film, man. I got to get it. Dude, you zigged left. You zigged right. You spun around. That's why I said. And you fired a far-ass <laughs> touchdown in the back right corner of the end zone. And I think that we can find that. It, Darren, it was, of course you remember it, right? It was oh, a yeah. preseason game. It, that was on the line. But, but I also remember, <laughs> we still talk about it, but you weren't on yet when I said this. The last time I saw your face was after the 2012 semifinal, and you stuck your face between the seats of the bus, remember? And you said, Rod, I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again, but I appreciate the way you grind. Not everybody can see what you do, but I see what you do, and I know that's a lot of hard work. I never forgot that, JT, and, and you're a guy that knows that factor of life, too, clearly, because you're doing so well. Well... I don't know about that, but I, I, I do remember that. And I do remember your coverage and I just respect, you know, I, I respect the work ethic. I respect the level of what I consider authentic, you know, takes, you know, whether it always, you know, with it, whether everybody gets along with them or not, or agrees with them or not, there's a level of being honest and candor that is, uh, you know, sometimes not always around football, professional sports at all. And so I think as long as people, uh, respect both sides of the aisle as far as what the the media and even the media has changed since that you know since my experience in Canada, but it's it's that idea of being able to respect what they do and what they offer and what they bring and the window into the game for the fan engagement that I think is is really important. And you know sometimes when you're in it and you maybe don't get along with a beat writer or somebody says something that you disagree with, I think it's uh, you can lose sight of the fact that these people are doing their job and trying to do it as well as you can. And as long as there's a level of respect, uh, I think it can go a long way to improving both the quality of the content and the quality of the experience for the player, the professional and media and the, and the fan. I appreciate that. And it's the same thing. Respect obviously works both ways. And uh, I think people deserve to hear the truth, as do you with young quarterbacks, right, with the people that, that you're instructing. By the way, Kelly Bale writes in, he says, I definitely recall the call. That's the Bamba, Bamba touchdown. Kelly says, I love JT. So, I mean, JT, can you, how, are you surprised that so many people remember you in Canada? Is this shocking you at all today? Uh, I mean, I resonate with if there's a, a small Irish population, usually anywhere that I get to <laughs> make a quick stop. But, uh, but honestly, I, I think one of the major takeaways for me was just the 
level of fan dedication in Regina. And then really the, the Saskatchewan across, across Canada, but it was, it was a blast. It was a, it was a refreshing experience for me. It was great to have people love the game and love that organization so much. And it was fun to be a little baby part of it. JT, the next time we, we have you back, we'll talk some actual ball because the NFL goes year round. We'll talk about the quarterback position. We got to run now, but just one more plug for the QB school, if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. It's basically what I consider the deepest dive available on the position. And uh, I probably should do a better job of doing going a little bit north of the border more, but I just need to get that film. But it's basically whatever I think is interesting. If you think something's interesting, engage with the content, and I'll do my best to make it happen. And I'm just having a blast kind of creating as much content as I can and, and have what see what resonates. The QB School on YouTube. You can follow him on Twitter, JT O'Sullivan. We will find that video, JT. You've given me a task. We'll find it, and I'll get it to you. Good to see you again, brother. Stay safe. All right. Take care, guys. The great JT O'Sullivan joining us from America's finest city, San Diego, California. Unbelievable. Good to get caught That's up great. with guys like that. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back at a sports update, NFL report, tons on the go today. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Just sending uh, messages around, making miracles happen here. We believe that we've found the video of the Ishmael Bomba touchdown. So we will send it to JT O'Sullivan. Thank you for all that are involved in... Listen, we're not just going to send it to JT. we got to air it here. Well, I was just going to say, can we? I hope we can. You think this sounds like the greatest touchdown in the history of football? <laughs> it does. It's probably not. It's pretty good. But it's good. It's good. I kind of remember it. I remember the name, Ismail Bamba. Right. I really do. From the viewers, uh, from Allie Hicks, says, Good morning, RP Show from downtown Edmonton near the home of the Oilers. Feeling very optimistic about the future of the Oilers and the CFL season for 2021. Thanks for making that hockey draft available to us, RP viewers. Oh, for our show. Am I getting stomped in that you, pool? Did you see my Insta story? I what are you? circled you and me, 421 and 422. Like we're, like, we're on the last page of the stand. There was a point last week that I was dead last in my own pool of like 450 guys. And, of course, people were, um, what should I say, pointing that out. And I said, it'd be very rude of me to win my own draft. I was talking to Nelson, our content creator, and he's like, Man, that was so sharp and witty and quick of Rod to have that, that answer. But he, doesn't, he doesn't know me that well yet, does yeah, he? It's true, though. Uh, so, sports update. Willie Nylander. We Willie Nylander scored in his fourth straight game of the playoffs, and Jack Campbell made 32 saves to record his first postseason shutout, and the Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Montreal Canadiens 4-0 to take How a commanding... Jay, cool it. <laughs> to take a commanding 3-1 lead in their first-round series. Jordan Stahl scored off a rebound at 2-0-3 of overtime to give the host Carolina Hurricanes a 3-2 come-from-behind victory over the Nashville Predators for a 3-2 lead in the first-round playoff series. You see, Canes public address announcer Wade Minter wasn't happy that the Canes didn't make 
my leftovers today. Yeah. He's a big fan said, of the show. I said, Wade, we're going to be talking about the Canes for months. Pipe down. Nicholas Hurtubis made 18 saves as the Victoriaville Tigre blanked the Charlottetown Islanders 2-0 Tuesday to advance to the Quebec Major Junior League Championship Series. Sean Elliman scored the winner at 15:52 of the second period, while Benjamin Tardif added an empty netter to help Victoriaville take Game 5 and the third-round series three games to two. Victoriaville will face the Valdor Ferrer in a best-of-seven series for the President's Cup. It begins Thursday. The Ferrer are 9-0 in the Q playoffs, sweeping all three of their series to reach the final. How's your French? Okay. I cannot say Ferrer. Ferrer. I know, and I tried, right? I tried last week in the updates, and I just that's one I can't figure out. I kind of, what I haven't done is gone to any video to watch how they say it out there. To, I'm going to hear somebody else say Ferrer. That's not it. I don't think. That's the Spanish version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Going back to 2001 Memorial Cup, I couldn't say it. When they played it here in the sweatpants capital, the Valor Ferrer beat the Regina Pats in the semifinal in overtime. Yeah. You don't get over those. The Toronto Blue Jays are back in the win column after a rough stretch. Vladdy went deep. For his major league-leading 16th home run, Toronto beat the Yankees 6-2 in the Bronx to snap a six-game slide. They'll do it again tonight, 5:05 first pitch, Mountain. Pablo Sandoval was happy to be back at Fenway Park for the first time since his disastrous tenure with the Red Sox. It was the Boston fans, though, who weren't so happy to see him. Booed for every at-bat. Sandoval delivered three hits, and Charlie Morton retired the last 13 Red Sox he faced to lead the Atlanta Braves to a 3-1 victory over Boston. Sandoval was released by the Red Sox in 2017, midway through his five-year $95 million deal. Uh, NBA, Anthony Davis scored 34 points. Dennis Schroeder added 24, and the Lake Show held on for a hard-fought 109-102 win over the Phoenix Suns in Game 2 of their first-round playoff series. LeBron had 23 and 9 assists to tie the series at 1. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Here we go. Moose, who are you chatting with there? Google. What do you got going on? I'm just You're Googling on. something? Yeah. What? I'll... QMJHL team pronunciations. <laughs> Come on, seriously? <laughs> I'm working on it. I'll... Very. Oh. From Paul Skiberus. Am I saying that name right, Paul? He's bouncing back and forth between Facebook and YouTube. And where the heck did it go here? Paul said something about rewinding yesterday's show. It had to do with goalies. Here it is. Rod, rewind yesterday. Ex-goalie, ex-addict. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Paul. You're, you're in the club. You have a ticket. Welcome. No, no dues. Okay. Paul goes on to say, uh, Theron Fleury deserves the Hall of Fame. End of story. I don't want to get into that because I'll just get upset. And Gino Retta's, he's not a close friend of mine, but I know him. And he said on TSN That's Hockey one night that Theo's not in the Hall of Fame because of a stigma. And I just snapped like eyes roll in the back of my, stigma? Because he's a survivor of child sexual abuse? 150 times sexually assaulted by his hockey coach? That kind of stigma? 
I said I wasn't going to get into it, didn't I? Yet here we are. <laughs> and we went down the road. Um, hang on a second, crew. I want to check the uh, poll question because I don't think we got to it yet today. And we, don't, we have less than a minute here in this segment. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, which NHL gray bird, gray beard, in these playoffs, would you most like to win, see win a Stanley Cup? Joe Thornton, Carey Price, Jordan Eberle, or Blake Wheeler? We spent at least three minutes coming up with this list of four. Keith Yandel would have been the fifth, right? Yeah. Joe Thornton, Carey Price, Jordan Eberle, Blake Wheeler, and leading on Twitter is Jumbo Joe. Same thing on Facebook, right? Yeah. I thought this last night when I saw him. He looked just so happy. Playing in Toronto. He always yeah. has. He's always looked really happy. The only <laughs> yes. thing I would like more, I really, and it, like, I wish it would have happened in San Jose. I'm a Leaf guy, but I wish it would have happened in San Jose, him and Marlo winning together because they did such great things. They really put the Sharks on the map, those two. And I want them to win in San Jose. That would have been the dream scenario for me. Viewer takeover next. My dear friend Theo Fleury coming up in hour two. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network. YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at uh, rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. The hosts with the mosts. We're covering a lot of ground today, dupes. Yes. So we're trying to find out how to say the Valdor, Valdor Ferrer. I've never been able to say it for 20 years, and they're going to the Q final here, so we're going to have to learn how to say it. I'm just waiting for the music to stop so that you can... He's found it. Well, the music just clears. I just want to say one thing here. Because this is Viewer Takeover Now, Prairie Mobile Text Line. Ray in the six is watching. He says, the Jays starting Manoa tonight in the Big Apple. Skeptical. Are they rushing him? Is he ready? Just wondering from Ray in the six. I looked up the scouting report here. It is the major league debut of Alec, 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 not Alex, Manoa. Oh, my God. He's pitching at Yankee Stadium in his big league debut. Wow. He's going against Domingo German of the Yankees, who's 4-2 and two with a 3.05 ERA. Here's what I'm thinking. Throw them in there. They, they, are they rushing them? It doesn't matter. Ray, you've watched this show enough. I'm a fan of just throwing them right into the fight. Throwing them into the deep end. Sink or swim. When, 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 when's the perfect time? Tonight, Yankees Stadium. Blue Jays coming off a big win last night over New York. Now's the time. And this injury-ravaged lineup. Look at this. Kirby Yates, David Phelps, Julian Mayweather. Ryan Baraki. Springer's still not playing? That's right. Put him in. Your best ability is what? Availability. He's available. Go get him, kid. We'll all be watching. Alec Manoa tonight for Canada's team, the Toronto Blue Jays. Before we go to the rest of the viewers, you have the pronunciation. This is I can't believe you found it. Well, by the this way. is Google Translate. Yeah. So it, I, I typed it in Valdor Fourers on in English. It's translated to French. This is how they would say it in French. Fourer de Valdor. One more time. Yeah. Fourer de Valdor. 
sounds like a swear. <laughs> I know, oh, right? Good. How about that? Fare, fare. You people in Eastern Canada, <laughs> am I saying it right? You francophones in Eastern Canada, am I going to get canceled for that? Uh, How about that? How about that? Uh, okay, here we go. To getting serious now. William May watching in Lloydminster says, do you like fighting, Rod? Uh, not me personally. I was never very good at it. But, but, but yeah, but I, I like watching it. Yeah, I like fighting and hockey. Yes. The barroom brawls days are over. But damn, they were fun. Yes. Uh, where's Wayne and Victoria? He says, Rod, what do you think about the CFL announcing their four tier days? So, Rod, what are your thoughts on the news that the CFL is releasing a 14-game schedule in the next few days? I say what I've said for weeks if not months. Sure. What do you think? I thought you were going to say, I'll believe it when I see it, which is the same thing. Now, this isn't really news. If you were paying attention last week, we did drop this, right, during the show when the Montreal Alouettes had their news release that says, yeah, this is exciting, 2,500 people in the Bell Center. That means we're going to have fans and probably more. And our home schedule is not going to start till September anyway, so even better. And I said, did they just leak the schedule that they're going on the road for the first month? And that probably means the Eastern teams are going on the road for August. They'd hinted that before. And so that kind of gets hinted. And then it gets hinted again in that Alouette's news release. And then this drops. And now they're saying, okay, guys, there's enough out here. Let's just drop it before the whole thing leaks. So I, I get it. They'll drop the schedule. But as it's been reminded to me by CFL players, players, and they're being reminded by their peers, last year there was three different start dates. So just don't. Can't anything yet until you've got your bags packed to go to camp. On the road to eventual cancellation. That's right. We're going to carry a lot of this over into the second half kickoff. Figgy says, uh, Paul Figgler, any, any idea why the Western Hockey League doesn't have a Hall of Fame? Maybe Dub Network needs to create one. Oh, I agree. It would have to be done in concert with the Western Hockey League. I have no idea why they don't have a Hall of Fame. It'd be a pretty easy first class, first induction class, wouldn't it? We have one minute left. How many can we get out here? Jeff, the Stamps fan, regarding the schedule, he says, I get a feeling this one is an actual plan rather than the last schedule release, which was only PR. Again, I say, sure. And to tack on what Darren said, I'll believe it when I see it. Because I'm watching the American games last night. What must have been Carolina, the rink was full. Right. And yet I see in other areas of America, they're still wearing a mask. They're still social distancing. Like America is really nowhere back to normal. From what we see on TV is not an indication of what life's like in America. And they're way further ahead than we are in vaccination. So we'll talk about that next hour. As I said, Theo will be with us. We get a lot to uh, get into. Stick with us. Hour two coming up after this break on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.